very important message. I want you to take it to heart and it will change your life forever. Amen. Tell somebody, pay attention tonight. Pastor is going to speak deep into your heart tonight. Tell the person, Pastor is going to speak deep into your heart tonight. Prepare yourself to change and become a youthful, a, a useful church member. Hallelujah. Now, let me start from 1 Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 3. 1 Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 3. Remembering without ceasing your work of faith and labor of love and patience of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ in the sight of our God and our Father. This evening I'm preaching on the subject 10 types of church members every pastor needs. 10 types of church members every pastor needs. Now the caution is that the subject is not it's not saying that these are the people that have to come to church. No. The subject is not saying that these are the type of people that qualify to go to church. No. The, the, the word that is critical here is that 10 types of, of church members every pastor needs, not wants. Adam needed Eve to accomplish that which God has put on him. So when I use the word need, it means that these are church members every pastor needs to accomplish the assignment God has given to him. There are things you don't need but you have. And there are things you need that you don't have now. So what you need is an important element that will make you function well. This watch, the clock on the wall, you see that it's a design. It has some bamboo look. You can cut the bamboo around it and the watch will still be working. It means that the clock doesn't need that design. But if you take the battery behind it, the clock will not work. So, 10 types of church members that every pastor needs to build a strong and a great church. Not every element is usable. Not every available element is usable. Some of you have watches that are not working but you wear. Some of us have Charlie watches that are torn but is still under your bed. Though they are available, they are useless. There are some people in church who are just in the church and they are useless at the moment. God doesn't want you to be in a church and be useless. You, you, you have not made yourself useful. 
every member that comes to church, every soul God leads to a church, comes to do something. When a couple or a parent gives birth, there is so much celebration because, number one, the family name is going to be extended. Number two, the parents are going to have somebody who will take care of them in their old age. Number three, the child is going to bring glory to the family. So every church member has something to do. Many parts of the body, but we come together to form one body. The leg cannot say it's the hand, and the hand cannot say it's the eye. What the leg can do, the eye cannot do. The leg can look very dirty, but the heart cannot afford to be dirty. But they are all part of the body. So now, every pastor, as I'm speaking to you, I need a type, 10 types of church members. That means that as you have come to the church, you must allow the messages I preach from the pulpit to turn you to at least one of these type of church members. You will be wasting the sermons and messages I preach if you don't become at least one of this type of church members. Today, I'm going to look at four. Probably on Sunday, I'll look at the rest. Or maybe next week, Tuesday, I'll look at the rest. Now, Colossians chapter 4, verse 17. Push it. And say to Archippus, take heed to the ministry which thou hast received in the Lord that thou fulfill it. The work of the ministry is the work of service to God and his people. Every New Testament believer is a priest and a servant of God. So as a church member, you are already anointed to contribute your quota as in the gift of God, the grace of God that God has put upon you. It's not for you. It's not for whoever, but it's for the edification of the church. So right from the day you became born again, you were engrafted into God's divine pattern. God's divine formula. God brought you to this church because there is a formula that will be equated to the sources of the church. And you are part, you are like an X. You are like a Y. You are like an A. You are like a B. So the strategy of God involves the recruitment of new believers. All believers can never run the church to the next glory that God has prepared for it because the horse will get tired. We always need to have additions if there will be multiplication. You cannot multiply without addition because before this is one and this is two. It is because two is available that's why you can multiply. So anytime a soul is worn into the church, the duty of the pastor or the church is to turn you 
into an effective church member. Hello? You must be an effective church member. Your relevance must be felt whilst you are a church member. Some church members come to scatter the work. Today I'm not talking about 10 church members pastors don't need. Because I need to look at the positive before we look at the negative. But I'm here to tell you there is a ministry God has put in you and you must bet it in this local church. Can I hear a big amen? amen? Ministry means service and ministry means work. The work of the ministry. The work of the ministry is for both the pastor and the people that join the church. The pastor alone cannot do the work, no matter how anointed he is. So every member here, you need to ask yourself after this service, that what am I doing in this church? What is my relevance in this church? What will I be missed for if I'm no longer here? If they mention Carrie's Temple ICGC, what will my name appear in the great story that is being written? Where do you belong in the vision of the church? Do you have a place? Do you have your seat? We are all supposed to be seated in heavenly places. Where is your seat in the church? The same way when you came to church, you are not standing. A seat was created for you and you are sitting. It should tell you that there is a place for you in the local church for you alone to function. If you go to a house and they don't give you a seat, it means you are not welcome. The father you entered church even tonight and you are seated listening to me it means that there is a place for you here. I thought you were clapping. You must find your place and function effectively. You must be a relevant church member. There are times we have gone to police stations to bail people we have gone to places to sort people out. That is okay. But you must be a church member that brings joy to the church. And we are going to look at 10 types of church members that every pastor needs to build a strong and a great church. God saved all of us so that we can serve him and also yield our bodies and lives for his service to his people. Let's look at some scriptures. Exodus chapter 3 verse 12. Quickly. We're moving fast with the scriptures. Exodus chapter 3 verse 12. The Bible said, and he said, certainly I will be with thee, and this shall be a token unto thee, that I have sent thee when thou hast brought forth the people out of Egypt. Ye shall serve God upon this mountain. So God delivered you and you have found a mountain in this place. You are supposed to be serving God in a certain capacity. 
Exodus chapter 4, verse 23. And I say unto thee, let my son go, that he may serve me. And if thou refuse to let him go, behold, I will slay thy son and even thy firstborn. So the purpose for God saving us is for us to serve him. The question is, are you serving God? Are we serving God? Are we adding up to the strength of the ministry? Let's look at the last but one because of time. 7 verse 16. Exodus 7 verse 16. And thou shalt say unto him, The Lord God of the Hebrews has sent me unto thee, saying, Let my people go, that they may serve me in the wilderness, and behold, hitherto thou wouldest not hear. So the going, your deliverance is because. God wants you to serve him. I, um, I married my wife because I wanted a wife. There is a purpose for whatever happens to us. God gave us salvation so that we serve him. You were not, we were not saved to become uh, uh, Christians. We were saved to become servants of God. Thought you'd be clapping. What engages God between what engages God and man is the platform of service. Until we serve Him, we will never encounter Him in His fullness. Ask somebody, are you serving God? Oh, ask the person, are you serving God? Are you serving the church? Are you serving your pastor? The number one project on the heart of Jesus, let me let you know, is building his church. And the Holy Ghost is the project manager of that project. And pastors are the hired supervisors for that project. So God's supreme agenda given to Jesus is to build strong churches, not weak churches. Great churches, not weak churches. Churches that are strong. If Jesus says, I am building my church, I will build my church. You think Jesus will build a weak church? Do you think the vision of building weak churches? Strong churches. What is the church? We are going, we are going further. The church is made up of saved people. So you and I make up the church. So God is saying, I, I will build a strong people, a force that will take hold of sinners and bring them to the kingdom. If you are part of an army and you are not growing or you are not contributing to the effectiveness of the army, you are reducing the capacity, the speed, the glory, the beauty, and the effectiveness of that army. Pastor Mia cannot do anything. You can do something. You drove here. You can do it. You are spoken today to people. 
you can speak. There is something in you that God put in you for the church. The agency responsible for the salvation of men on earth is the church of Christ. And Jesus is building a strong church. Say, oh Lord, use me to build your house. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. Matthew chapter 16 verse 18. Matthew 16 18. He said, and I say also unto thee that thou art Peter and upon this rock I will build my church. God is building his church on a rock. It means he's building a strong church. Carrie's temple must be a strong church. There are demons contending with the souls of men and therefore the church cannot be weak. We cannot play with the work of God and think that God will be interested in us. What type of church member are you? What type of church member are you? There are some church members that when you see them as a pastor, you are encouraged. When you see them, you, 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 your, your conviction in your calling is, is strong. And there are some church members, when you see them, you wish you were not called. <laughs> there are different kinds of church members in the church. But you see, you don't come in already made. You must allow the messages that come from the pulpit to make you. You are going to look at the types, 10 types of church members every pastor prays for secretly. And if every pastor will get this 10, the work will be easy. I pray that you become one of these types. Jesus is in the business of building his church. God is building you as an individual and God is building us as a church. 1 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 9. 1 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 9. For we are laborers together with God. Yea, ye are God's husbandry. Ye are God's building. So we make up the church. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 21. Ephesians 2 21. In whom all the building fitly framed together groweth unto an holy temple in the Lord. So all of us must grow. So the question is, are you growing? Are you developing? Are your cartilages becoming bones? We are supposed to grow into a holy temple. A temple that can be called the house of God. A temple that can be called this is the hand of God. This is the work of God. This is the people of God. A, a, a group of people that is sanctified for the Lord. So we must all be growing. We must all be navigating and progressing in our spiritual work. And a sign of your progress in your spiritual work is fervent service to God and his church. 
Have you seen children working? They, they, children play around. When they are growing, they begin to take responsibilities. So if you are in church and you are playing around, you are a child. If you are growing in the Lord, you will feel a burden. You will begin, when you are batting children, they are okay. But when they begin to grow, they will say, no, daddy, I'll bath. I'll wear my own shoe. When will you begin to wear shoes and wear for others? We must show signs of growth. And that is where the Bible says that you don't need to be hearers only, but doers of the words that you hear from the pulpit. And we will know those who are doing it because it will be shown in their spiritual growth. Time is not on our side. Now, let's go straight to the ten types. Let's look at the first one. We are looking at four of them. Lift your right hand. Say, in the name of Jesus. Say, oh Lord, open my heart and let the word find a place in my heart. In the name of Jesus. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. A good clap. Number one. The first type of church members every pastor needs are members who labor in prayer. Church members who labor in prayer. Church members who labor in prayer. Colossians chapter 4 verse 12. Colossians chapter 4 verse 12. He said, Epaphras. Let's read it together. One to go. Oh, no, 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 no. Lift your voice. One to go. Epaphras, who is one of you? One of you, one of you church members. A servant of Christ. So the church member can also be called a servant. You don't need to be called a prophet, an apostle, a, a, a teacher. A, no. A church member called a servant of Christ saluted you. Always laboring fervently in prayers that ye may stand perfect. Look at the type of prayers this type of people pray. Every pastor needs members who are praying that new believers will stand perfect. Whether the pastor has given the topic or not, this group of uh, uh, the, the, the company of Epaphras and group of people who pray fervently and labor in prayer for the church. I want to ask you, how do you labor for the church? In prayer. What prayer topics are you praying for the church? For the pastor's months? Epaphras, laboring fervently in prayer for the people. That they will stand perfect and complete instead of us praying, we are gossiping. Instead of us praying, we are fighting. Instead of us being burdened, Epaphras took upon himself to be praying fervently 
for people who give their life to Christ, for people who are messing up, for people who are going wayward, for people who are, who are struggling to be strong. These were Epaphrasians who were in the church and they were praying for the church members. May the spirit of Epaphras come upon you. I said, may the spirit of Epaphras come upon you. In the name of Jesus. Pastors need people who can stand fervently in prayer for them. Who is praying for the children? Who is praying for the youth? Who is praying for the pastor? Who is doing warfare on behalf of the pastor? You don't leave that for prayer department alone. Epaphras, the Bible didn't say it was in the department. He said, who is one of you? He had a burden to pray for the church. Not to pray to get a car for himself or to get a wife for himself or husband for himself. He was praying for the church. He was praying kingdom advancing prayers. We need church members who pray kingdom advancing prayers. Lord, increase the territory of the church. Lord, we lose the pounds of the enemy. Lord, we release the sinners. Lord, we pray that the skills on the eyes of sinners in this community will be removed. Lord, we pray you move the church. Lord, strengthen pastor. Lord, I declare everybody that came to church today, the word of God will have a place. You three days fasting, seven days fasting. You lay it on your heart and pray on behalf of the church. We need epaphrases who pray for them, who labor in prayer. We need families who wake up in the mornings and praying for the church without the pastor's knowledge. We need couples in the midst of their morning devotion. Can we pray for the church? Can we pray for all pregnant women? Can we pray for pastor? Can we pray for all the men? Can we pray for all the married women? Can we pray for all the married men? Can we pray for everybody? Can we pray for every church member who is going to use the motorway? Can we pray? Can we pray? We need epaphrases in the church. We need people who think about, who pray for the church. A praying church is a powerful church. A praying church is a progressing church. A praying people is a progressing people. What have you prayed for for the church? How fervent are we in prayer? Do you even remember your pastor in your prayers? If the filling station does not refill, one day you go there and they'll put it there, no fuel. It's a filling station, but it has no fuel. Who fuels the filling station? Ask somebody. Who fuels the filling station? Oh, tell the ask the person and take a. Who fuels the filling station? Every day we drive there, we drive there, we take our fuel, we go away. The day the fuel is finished at the filling station, they tell you there's no fuel. Who prays for the pastor that the pastor doesn't get weary? Who prayed for the church workers? Who prayed for the children? A praying church is a growing church. Young Cho says, a church that will grow is a church that prays. 
We don't need to gather for prayer meeting before you be an epaphras. There was no, Paul didn't say that anytime we gathered in prayer, epaphras will lift a prayer. And when he lived, no, 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 no. He said he's always praying fervently for you that you will stand firm. You will be perfect. That means the people were imperfect. But instead of telling their weaknesses and laughing and teasing and condemning them, Epaphras will take it up in prayer. Lord, help this fornicating sister. Lord, help this fornicating brother. Lord, help this brother. Lord, help our weakness. Epaphras will pray fervently. And when you meet Epaphras praying, you will think that he's praying for his own money. Oh God, open the windows. Open the Lord, open more doors. Lord, I want more doors. Lord, let the visa come. Lord, let the... No, 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 no. Epaphras was not praying that prayer. But Epaphras was laboring fervently that the people would stand perfect. It looks like an insignificant prayer topic for you. It's not a powerful prayer. It's not... If, if God answers it, we won't see. But this was his prayer. Can you take a prayer on oh, any that Lord raise, Lord pray, I pray for the choristers. Lord anoint them. Every day you are praying. You are mentioning their name. Anoint Lucy. Anoint Sandra. Anoint um, Ivy. Anoint Pat. Anoint this. Anoint that. Lord increase their anointing. Do you think you pray this prayer for one year and nothing will happen to the choir? We need Epaphrasis who are praying for the church. If the church will expand, if the church would move, if the church will overrun the gates of hell, we need people who pray for the church. We don't need people who say, oh, I am praying for you, I'm praying. No, 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 no. Pray. Pray. Don't see people and say, oh, I'm praying for you. No, pray. When you are praying, we will know. We need church members who pray fervently. Become an epaphras to the church and to your pastor. Pray for the church. Pray for me. Pray for the leaders of departments that they will be firm. Because every now and then new people join department. Some of them are troublesome. Some of them are scattered. Some of them are snakes. Some of them are normal. Some of them have good hearts. Some of them are bad hearts. But you see, there is an anointing that comes on leadership that it can handle them and still cause the church to keep moving. If you don't pray for them, some of them will get weary. Some of them will get discouraged. And when they get discouraged, you see that you come and the choir is singing and it's not nice. The ushers will be misbehaving. Everybody will be misbehaving because nobody is laboring in prayer for them. Nobody is praying. Who prays for the finances of the church? But every day there is a demand. Every day there is a demand. Today one member called me, Pastor, and the person cried, he didn't even say, oh, Pastor, I want to come and see you in my office. Pastor, I haven't paid my school fees. So. <laughs> I said, hello, hello, who am I talking? Pastor, I have not paid my school fees. So. I haven't paid my school so I'm home. I said, ah, who, who is this? I said, you don't do that on phone. There is always a demand. The life of prayer can be your service to the church and the ministry of your pastor. 
He may not know you physically. But if you pray for the advancement of the church, every soul that is won is also put in your credit. Every joy that is chalk is put in your credit. You see, whatever you pray for, you will see it with your eye. I've been a pastor here. Every topic I've lifted up in prayer, each and every day, the thing just keeps coming. It, God is faithful. If you truly pray for the church, you will see it. What you labored for, you will see. We cannot be here forever. We will move. Are you praying into that? If you pray for the church, you will see visions about the church. If I ask, when was the last time you dreamt about me or the church? You can't remember. But if you pray for the church, you will see visions. You will see visions. You will hear from God. When you pray for the church, you will love the church. Some of us don't remember to pray for the church. We don't, oh, church, it's church that should be praying for us. No. Epaphras, another of them. He said, Epaphras, who is one of you, a servant of Christ, saluted you, always laboring fervently for you in prayers, that ye may stand perfect. May somebody be an epaphras to this church. Your amen is not strong. Number two, members who have great zeal for the work of the ministry. Great zeal for the work of the ministry. Great zeal. Great zeal for the work of the ministry. Great zeal. Great zeal. A passion that is infectious. We don't want more church members. More. They are not going, they are not coming. They are not going, they are not coming. More. They are, they are just there. Nobody want, do you want to marry a moi wife? <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't want a moi wife. Moi. On Casa. On Sre. You know, Ronaldo's cargo. You look at him. Like, no, no, no. We don't want those kind of people. We want zealous church members. People who cheer people when they are ministering. People who clap for the choir. People who let people who are ministering feel, feel, feel blessed. People who will serve God and others in their community will say, hmm, there is something about that church. I want to go there. We want zealous, burning church members. Church members who are passionate. I don't like anyone. No, 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 we, you, 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 you cannot help the work of God. You are, you are, you are, you are too intellectually uh, concealed. Nobody, you are unapproachable. One of the work of the fire of God. If the fire of God is in you, you'll be warm. You'll be welcoming. You'll be infectious. Your gentility doesn't show that you are matured. It's your zeal for the work of God. Your passion. What exhausts you? 
not exhaust you. When you, do, when you don't have no zeal, you go to work and this time you come, instead of coming for teaching service, you are tired. That's why I said, thank God that I am still in the corporate world. It's only zeal that will cause a man to sleep at 10, wake up at 2, steady to 4.35, sleep for 40 minutes, wake up and bath, and by 8, 6.30 is in the office. And then come and stand here and preach to you as if he has not gone to work. Is zeal and passion. We need church members who are zealous. They are serving God. Zealously serving God. So that, you see, they must be asking you a question. That what, what is it about your church? If nobody has asked you before, you are not zealous. If, if you are not passionate about something, you don't mean to have that thing. You must be passionate. You must be a passionate church member. You must be passionate about the work of God. People must ask you certain ridiculous questions. Is the church for your father? Those are, those are nice words. I don't know your software now. I don't want sorry now the Bible school. When they, when they ask you those questions, you see that mm, you, are, you are flaming. You are you're on fire. A Sunday morning, you are sleeping. You don't go for any weekday meeting. There are some believers who don't go for weekday meetings. They stay at home and they expect to come to church on Sunday and meet people. One day they will come and will not be here. Oh yeah. <laughs> One day they will come, they will, they will even invite somebody. That day they will invite people to church. They will come and they will say, oh, we have relocated. <laughs> Look at how you are clapping. Colossians 4.13. Christians, the same people say they are tired. Eh? If maybe they are in the corporate world, then, then somebody hints you. Charlie, they are doing appraisals. You and this person, you are the same grade. But now they are going to look at those who can do extra. In every appraisal form, there is a place called extra work. Is he willing to do extra work? You see, all of a sudden, the person close five again. You'll be there at 7.30 and when the boss goes, you go and help the person. But when they close from, I don't know, you, you, you have, something must eat you up. That is the church member that builds a great church. We need those kind of ushers, those kind of choristers, armor bearers, who are on fire, who are passionate. You must not be a normal church member. We don't want the normal church members are killing the church. We need zealous, passionate church members. I thought you are clapping. <laughs> Colossians 4.13. The Bible says, for I bear him record. You see, it will only take a zealous man to do what Epaphras was, was uh, doing. Epaphras was doing. It, it, he was a zealous man. He was full of zeal. Not yet hot. He was hot for Jesus. Are you hot? 
Something was driving the man. When you see him praying, you go and wonder. You think that he's praying for a new car. Then when you stop, Epaphras, Epaphras, what is the prayer topic? I'm praying that that church, anybody that came there struggling with the things of the world, the Holy Ghost will baptize them. Is that okay? Lift up your voice, clap your hands. This guy. Lift up real prayer topic. If the person is saying, is it your problem? It is his problem. That is a zealous person. Praying fervently. We only pray fervently when we are binding the devil. That one, everybody can do it. If even you've not read Bible for three weeks, and we say, now lift up your right hand, say in the name of Jesus, I overturn and overturn. It's as if you just read the Bible. You've not read Bible three weeks, but your voice, We only pray fervently when we are killing witches. But you see, we must be passionate. Passionate. Something must be driving us because the, the, the iniquity has increased and people are sinning effortless and seamlessly. We must seamlessly serve God. Seamlessly. Shamelessly. No apology. You don't apologize for self. You must be so zealous that people will not understand you. And that is Epaphras. People will go and she will, he will stay in the church all night. What is he doing? He's praying that the, the, the children of God will be perfect. He's not holding press conference. Whatever you have seen wrong with this church is a prayer topic God gave to you. What have you done about it? It takes zeal. It takes zeal. That he has a great zeal for you. That means zeal can be weighed. This is a great zeal. Not just zeal. Great zeal. Great zeal. It will take great zeal for you to give a certain level of service to the church. It will take a great zeal for you to give a certain offering to the church. Yeah. The time is running very fast. Every pastor needs people who are zealous towards the work of God. To be zealous means that to have a great energy and enthusiasm for something. Look at Jacob. He loved Rachel so much so that when they doubled the years, he didn't feel it. 14 years was like 17, 14 days. Have you been so determined for something that even when they lengthened the time, you were not even seeing, you, you didn't even know when the time came. When you go and visit your jolly and you are there, you think it's 30 minutes but when you check it's 4 hours and you are like hey, is it something Zelu the Zelu is too hot I pray that that same zeal that that great zeal will consume you tonight in the name of Jesus when zeal is in place eh, time and, 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 and stress is not seen 
we are too cold. So when you go and win, so eh, I want to, are you born again? Are you, did, 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 I, I, I'm a Christian, please. Thank you very much. And you give up. Pastor, I mean, I went to, I knocked the door and nobody opened. You are, you are, you are not zealous. <clears throat> I've been telling them to come, but they don't follow me or me. I'm tired. You are not zealous. Jacob, you have done seven years, but it's for, it, 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 it was for Leah. So, take Leah like that. It's okay, me now I'm tired. I mean, it's wife that I want. Eh? Every painting be painted. No, 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 no. He had the focus. He was passionate. He was zealous to get Rahel. 21 days cry, I believe Jacob would have went. What has eaten you up? The zeal of my father's house has consumed me. This is the words of Jesus. Something must consume you. Your father's house must consume you. You must be eating up. You must be eating up. Let's look at a man called Jehu, King Jehu. Who knows King Jehu? He was the man that killed uh, Jezebel. You see, zeal will make you dedicated and devoted to the church that you belong. You will be stable. something, because number one you found something to do, you'll be zealous about the work of God. The work of God. Today I was coming and I bypassed a church, um, I think a Jehovah Witness church on the 18 road. And I think the caretaker has not come to open the gate. It will be age now. You saw it. They were just outside. But I saw the numbers. This is a dedicated church. Some of us will come out. This is a very non-serious church. You just, you now, you don't want to come. <laughs> you now, you. It's like, it's like, oh, eh, I don't be ni mo bro, who be na? Ode ba sorry, oba soa. Yembi gate. Me I came out, but they were not there. You are lying. You didn't want to come. These people have packed their cars and they are outside and they are waiting. Numbers, they were not less than 150. Packed outside with their children. We are not zealous for the work of God. And when you are not zealous and you are corrected in your line of work, you get offended. But when you are zealous, Jacob should have gotten offended with labor. Yes or no? We sign a deal. Seven years I take my wife. After I finish, you come give me something. That's not what I want. But he didn't get offended because something Zelu has eaten you up. I see that being your portion. I said I see that being your portion. In the name of Jesus. When there is no zeal, obstacles stops men. But when there is zeal, obstacles become a stepping stone. I pray for you tonight that the Lord will baptize you with great zeal. Somebody shout, I receive it. Second Kings chapter 10, verse 16 to 28. Quickly, give me the NLT version so I can read fast. Second Kings chapter 16, verse Chapter 10, verse 16 to 28. Then Jehu said, no. So, 
it, it took great zeal in Jehu to slaughter the false prophets of Baal. So I'm going to read it so that you follow. Some of you don't like reading long, long verses. Then Jehu said, now come with me and see how devoted I am to the Lord. So Jehonadab rode along with him. When Jehu arrived in Samaria, he killed everyone who was left there from Ahab's family, just as the Lord had promised through Elijah. Then Jehu called a meeting of all the people of the city and said to them, Ahab's worship of Baal was nothing compared to the way I will worship him. He was lying. He was tricking them. It was a net to capture all the false prophets left to kill them. Move on. So if you don't read the Bible well, you go and read verse 18. Then you are like, hey. So after Jehu has said all that, he went to also worship. He even, and you, 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 you lift the prayer. And you say, uh, we, we must not be like Jehu. Who went. You, you didn't read the Bible. <laughs> you didn't read the Bible. <laughs> Then you 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 will just be shouting, but Ogba, Ogba serious. <laughs> Therefore, summon all the prophets and the worshippers of Baal, and call together all his priests. See to it that every one of them comes, for I am going to offer a great sacrifice to Baal. Anyone who fails to come will be put to death. But Jehu's cunning plan was to destroy all the worshippers. Of Baal. Then Jehu ordered, ordered, prepare a solemn assembly to worship Baal. So they did. He sent messengers throughout all Israel, summoning those who worship Baal. They all came, not a single one remained behind, and they, they were happy. At long last, the king has joined our religion. And they filled the temple of Baal. From one end to the other, overflow. <laughs> and Jehu instructed the keeper of the wardrobe, be sure that every worshiper of Baal wears one of these robes. So robes were given to them. I declare, may destructive robes be put on every witch in your family. Tonight they shall be slaughtered. Then Jehu went into the temple of Baal with Je Jehonadab, son of Rechab. Jehu said to the worshippers of Baal, make sure no one who worships the Lord is here, only those who worship Baal. Only those who worship Baal. That one should have hinted them. Don't bring anybody that worships the Lord in the temple. Bring only those who worship Baal. So they were all inside the temple to offer sacrifices and burnt offerings. Now Jehu had stationed 80 of his men outside the building and had warned them, if you let anyone escape, you will pay for it with your life. 25. As soon as Jehu had finished sacrificing the burnt offering, he commanded his guards and officers, go in and kill all of them. Don't let a single one escape, for they... For so they killed them all with their swords and the guards and the officers dragged their bodies outside. Then Jehu's men went into the innermost fortress of the temple of Baal. They dragged out the sacred pillar used in the worship of Baal and burnt it. We are, we are going to 28 place. 
they smashed the sacred pillar and wrecked the temple of Baal, converting it into a public toilet. Ha! I declare upon your life, the stronghold of your enemies are being turned into public toilets. I thought he would be shouting a big amen. I declare the garrison of the Philistines that operate against your destiny. We declare them to become rubbish dumps ha, in the mighty name of Jesus. Shagadabahadabahaya. 28. 28, please. In this way, Jehu destroyed every trace of Baal worship from Israel. He took zeal. He said, come and see this, my zeal for the Lord. That took him to kill them. Look, if we don't have zeal, we cannot do anything significant for God. The, his zeal made him do some. All of a sudden, in one day, all worshippers of Baal were wiped from the surface of the earth. It takes great zeal to do things. It takes great zeal that after grace and oil, the next grace and oil, then people who come and visit again, they'll say, ah, where are these people? They are somewhere. It takes great zeal. The people who came to church last week and disappeared and appeared in November, they come and they can't remember anybody's face. Hey, this one is a new pastor. This, and it happens. Some people come to say, Pastor, their faces have changed. I say, yes, the church is not for your father. <laughs> I am not seeing the old people. Father, they have all left. I say, no, they are inside. The ratio of the new have overrun the old people. So, if you sit by people and you won't talk to them, you don't talk to them. New, new people will be sitting by you every day. <laughs> Only few people think about the church after Sunday. Everybody goes his way. How the church is effectively run, they, 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 they don't care. They just expect that when they come to church, chairs are arranged. Chairs are clean. The atmosphere is not smelling. How, how can we come to church and look at the scent? Scent, no. Charlie, what is scent? No, scent, no. Scent, no. Scent, no. I did Give the Lord the mighty clap of it. Great churches have great zeal for the work of God. How zealous are you? It took zealous people to make great churches. Every great church you see, every big church you see, Every strong church you see, every fantastic church you see, it takes great people to make it. It, make, it takes zealous people, people who are determined to do something with their energy, with their passion, with their gift. We need zealous choristers, Matilda. Zero, zealous. People who don't see anything. When you are zealous, you don't see anything. No. You don't, you don't. The man was anointed to wipe those people. He was so determined because when he remembers what that woman, 
did to his, his master's boss, Elijah. He wanted to kill her fast. When you are zealous, it's like when you are angry. You see that when you are angry, you do things that under normal circumstances you won't do. Yeah. When you are zealous, you do things that under normal circumstances you will not do it. When the zealous, you know, the burning, it's called burning fire. When you see your girlfriend's breast and thighs. What you wouldn't have done in your suit, you would do it with speed. It's the same way when we are consumed with zeal. People will not understand. What is wrong with that? Are they the only people doing church? Are you the only church in the area? Then you know that you are under baptism of the passion of God. I pray for you that your passion for the things of God will shoot up a thousand times. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. I will not be able to hit the number four. Let me hit the number five, number three. With ten minutes, I will be off. Is that okay? I cannot go without that. Members who walk by faith. The first type of members we need are members who labor in prayer. Number two. Number two. Who are zealous. And number three. Members who walk by faith. Yeah. We don't want members who walk with unbelief around us. Are you sure? Are you sure? We don't want are you sure people around us. Let's get it. Yes, we can get it. We don't want doubtful people because where doubtful people are, miracles don't take place. They siphon the move of God. You must be a church member that has faith in God, that has faith in the church, that has faith in leadership, that has faith in the pastor. You can't be here and not trust your pastor. Go to another place where you can trust the pastor because you must be a church member who has faith in God, faith in the vision of the church. If you don't believe in ICGC, you have no business staying in this church. You must believe in the vision of our general overseer. I thought you had clapping. You should be able to defend the vision. Why the ICC you don't do this, you don't do this, you don't do this, you don't do this. Then you say, me, I don't understand. No. They, are, they, are not, they are too intellectual. They, they are not spiritual. We don't want you to. We don't want you to. Don't want you, to. you must believe in the vision. Raising leaders, shaping visions, influencing society with the principles of Christ. Building New Testament churches, filling it with New Testament believers. People believe in the word. At the moment, five people count, they be word. I don't know, I won't say red, red, ni black, black, word. It's a non quan, a non quan. Word. Defend it. Have faith in God. Have faith in the church. Have faith in your pastor. First Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 3. Quickly. Rabodi Kavahadi Kakata. 
as we pray to our God and Father about you, we think of your faithful work, your loving deeds, and the enduring hope you have because of our Lord Jesus Christ. Not because of Jesus Christ, because of our. You must have faith in God. Faith in the church you are in. Else you will never be loyal. You will never, never be committed. You go to some people's status and you see so many programs of other churches. It's not a sin. But it shows that but when there is a program in your church, there's nothing showing them. No, there, there's something wrong. You must believe where you are planted. If you don't believe in your family, who will believe in your family? You must have faith in God. Have faith in the vision of the house. Have faith in the visionaire. Have faith in your pastor. If you don't have faith in your pastor, your pastor will not be able to raise money for any project. Starting from 1005. Okay, the Lord spoke to me. I need three people to give 1005. Hey, You don't have faith. Your giving will be affected. Your giving, there are some preachers if they raise seed, I won't give. Because I don't have faith in them. Are you here? Yeah. There are some preachers when they raise seed, I won't give. Because I don't believe in their ministry. So you must be in places where you believe in the ministry that God has given to the church. I thought you were clapping. If you are here, so I'm talking to you, if you are here, you must believe in the vision of this house. International Central Gospel Church, you must believe in the vision of Dr. Mason Tabel. You must believe in the leadership of Pastor Prince. You must believe in what Carrie's Temple is doing. You must be fully consumed with belief. Faith. Some of you are here, you don't even believe our prayers. Today I met a mate. We went to Peter's together, went to tech together. And he showed me his brother-in-law. He said, Sofo, do you remember this guy? He told me that you gave him a prophecy. When we were on campus, it has come to pass. He said, what? Tracking prophecy from over 13 years. You should not be under a pastor you don't trust or have faith in. You have to walk out of his ministry and be under a pastor you have faith in. So that when he's laying hands on you, you have faith that no, God is going to use this man to help me. When you read the Bible, you see the disciples of John the Baptist and the disciples of Jesus. Have you seen it? John the Baptist had his disciples. He had his church members. Jesus also had his church members. At least it was stated clearly. Why? So the disciples of John went to them and said, they said, oh, why? why are they not fasting? 
not the, I am the bridegroom. I'm here. When I go, you start fasting. Who are you going to fast to? I am here. I'm working the miracle. What are you going to do? When I leave, you also start fasting. Have faith in the church you belong. We are doing program and the choir is coming to sing. Let's work on voices of sound. You are not clapping. Your clap, if you see, when you clap in church for people, eh, it shows that you have them. Them, you don't clap for choir, you don't clap for pastor, you don't clap for announcer. You, there, you are there. If, if you clap, it's as if we are paying for the clap. Ba, 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 then you have stopped. Oh, keep clapping before you. No, no, no. Oh my God! I pray that God will raise you as a woman and a man of faith that believes in the vision of ICGC in the name of Jesus. It's a godly vision. It's a kingdom vision. You must have faith in it. When a pastor has members who walk by faith, the burden of the ministry is made light. Yeah. They are available. They believe so much in the ministry of the pastor. Faith produces works. Now I'm ending in seven minutes. Faith produces works. Faith brings into the church the blessings of God. Because faith will produce work. So if we all have faith, you see the works of God will be all over the place. The blessings of God. And then it will become news. I was blind, but now I can see. I was poor, but now I'm rich. I was a sinner, but now I'm a saint. I was timid, but now I'm poor. What happened to you? I went to that church. It's evangelism. Sunday I'll be dealing with the profile of an effective soul winner. I'm praying for the day I can give simple titles to my messages. <laughs> the profile of an effective soul winner. God rewards faith. Hebrews 11 says. And it is impossible to please God without faith. Anyone who wants to come to him must believe that God exists and that he rewards those who sincerely seeking. You are not getting rewards because you are not sincerely seeking him. Who diligently seeking? Faith pleases God. When God is pleased, he releases rewards on the people. This church will only be, be filled with the rewards of God when you and I become very, very full of faith in what we do. As a departmental member, you must have faith in your departmental leader. You must believe in an instruction. And defend the instructions when others are misbehaving. Then, hey, follow. Follow. Keep quiet and follow. Concentrate. Hey, nobody's supporting you. You are supporting leader. So, follow. Yeah, that is faith. When you isolate those kind of fires, they will quench. Because you have faith. It's not your voice you are listening to. We are listening to leadership. So you better keep quiet and follow. Faith is the only reason Ruth followed Naomi to Israel. There was nothing about Naomi to follow. He has lost the husband. Lost the sons. 
bad luck, mother-in-law. But it was said that caused her to, you must follow your Naomi by faith. Naomi will have no money. Me, I don't have money to give to you. I must follow me by faith. <laughs> Paul said, though we are poor, we make many rich. So if you look at me, and you used to judge what God can do with me for you, you missed it. That's why I heard somebody say, if you are not a rich pastor, don't, don't let a, a poor pastor pray for you. The Bible said, the God said, though we are poor, we make many rich. An illiterate pastor eh, can change the destiny of a literate Christian. The fact that you speak gruffo doesn't mean that you are more anointed than the pastor that says zelo to zelo, 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 zelo. You can laugh at his grammar, but you cannot joke with his anointing. Yeah. Zelo to zelo, 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 zelo. You can laugh at his grammar, but you cannot joke with his anointing. It is not grammar that brings anointing. It is the purity of a heart that draws the anointing. I thought you are clapping. Faith is the only reason the disciples follow Jesus. They followed him, uh, and one time Peter, Peter, Peter's faith was, he said, hey, Jack, hey, Jesus, wait, 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 every day we are following, your long dress, every day we are just following you, wait, 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 let me ask you a question, we are following you all this while, <laughs> what, what are we getting? What, what? I promise, I put it on paper and let's, <laughs> let's, let's talk, now, every day, because there was nothing, when they came to him for accommodation, he said, ah, forces have hosts, best have them, but the son of man, has no place. He had no mansion. But when he wants to eat, he goes to eat in mansions. <laughs> it took faith for the disciples to stop their businesses to follow a man. Follow me and I'll make you fish some men. I'm an experienced fisherman. Peter, James, and John. Luke, Dr. Luke. Matthew, task collector. Accountant, chartered. Follow this man who just appeared. Follow me, I'll make you fishers of men. What is it about Jesus you follow? Ah, so this is another man, very slim. Stay and let me pastor you. The Lord will put you to another level of glory. It will take faith for you to... Oh, even now, eh? Now you even have more faith because maybe I drive a four-wheel drive. But then... Nothing. <laughs> now, I've gotten small flesh and my color has come small. Those days, shall I give the fans to the Lord? <laughs> Those days, Masu Siso, Miti Kesia, You seem so old, Charlie. This guy is a hungry pastor. It will take it. We need church members who are full of faith. Church members who are full of faith. We believe in this vision. We believe in our pastor. When Jesus went to his hometown 
and they did not believe in him. He could not work me. I can work miracles by the grace of God. If you believe, you can draw the miracles. But if you don't believe, you will see me ordinary. I went to minister somewhere on Sunday evening and I was ministering very soft. You know, I have two, two, two different kinds of ministration. Giddy, giddy and soft. And when I finished, the guy said enough. Ah, so for all the people you prophesied to from left to right, so for it's ditto, ditto. I know how did you do it? The thing did nobody was falling, but I said, ah, I don't know. So, but you are here. Every day I bring you testimonies. You don't know because you don't believe it. May you have faith in following in the name of Jesus. I want to wrap up on that one. Because of time, let me just close it and say something. Let me just close it and say something. We need church members who have faith. When you have faith in your pastor, you don't mind making him comfortable to your expense. In your comfort, you create a comfort for your pastor. The woman saw Elijah moving every day. She said, no, this man is the holy man of God. He told the husband. He pressed on the husband. How many of you husbands, your wife will come and tell you, Charlie, 12 plus, my pastor. Now, hey, obey they don't even say. Three, three plots, one twenty by hundred times three. Nifama pastor, Adientia. Also, any papa, media me any paboni. Media me any paboni. My brother, any paboni. My sister, any paboni. Young fat three plus and comma pastor. Because we need papa. Yamisra, why? The man didn't care whether they had a child. It was not his brother. Wife, sometimes you need to be wild than your husbands. They don't care about a lot of things. Though. But the woman was worried. <laughs> the man does not menstruate. Though. But the woman menstruates. Every 28 days, you'll be expecting to lock. Then took So the woman was worried. The man didn't care. Hannah and Elkanah. When Elkanah was sleeping in the hotel room, Hannah was praying to God. God give us child. God give us child. God give us child. The man was snoring. Why are you worrying yourself? I love you. Can't you see? I give you fat. I'll give us child. Elkanah came to speak to Hannah. Hannah never told. No, Ellie came to speak to Hannah. Hannah never told Elkanah what Ellie said. But when the fruit came, 
the man and the wife were enjoying the child. The woman said, he's a holy man. Let's give him an accommodation. The man was a godly husband. He said, go ahead. Out of that, they had what medicine could not give them. What their money could not give them. You must have faith in your man of God. Naaman, go and dip yourself. No matter what you say, it's irrelevant. What is relevant is that go and dip yourself. When he dipped himself according to the word of the man of God, you must have faith in the shepherd God has given to you. How many of you ladies? You see, now we can't even tell you, don't marry this person, don't marry this God. By the time you are bringing the person, I didn't that. You are not coming to ask opinion. You say, Pastor, we, we, have, we have decided to marry and this is the date. What do you have to do? If even I see that the woman is a python, I will marry you together. <laughs> no, <I'm> real. <laughs> Rise up on your feet. Somebody shout, mercy. Rise up on your feet. And their pastor told me, hey, when your people bring people, don't discourage them. Because if you discourage them and they don't marry. And some of you, every, you see somebody in the church, you, know, you, you uh, think they are, they are single. Like this man, he has a girlfriend. No? So if you have started nursing, the way the guy played, this one is a nice guy. Who, he just came into the church. Please. That's why I've been giving him fans, I beg you. He has a beloved. Is it not true? It's true, it's true. <laughs> Lift up your two hands to the Lord. Masela Shadakavagadavahaya. Be in the spirit. Begin to pray. Talk to God. Allow make me a zealous church member. Make me a church member that has faith in my pastor, that has faith in you, that has faith in ICGC, that believes in the vision of Dr. Tabel. Make me a church member that labors in prayer. Hey, Jume, Jume, Nyam,